Bless your tips. Daggy and Beaver with you for a weekend preview as I hit the wrong slider on my mixy do Bob. How are you, Beaver? Not too bad. Thanks, Daggy. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Beautiful weather in Sydney town. Uh, some almost spring racing in Sydney and uh, exciting times. It is exciting times. Uh, looking looking forward to the upcoming carnival and uh, sort of starts to kick us into it now. Uh, yeah, well, there's also Mooney Valley, which we'll get to. It's in its own story there. But um, we kick off at Rose Hill. We're going to get a good track up. Beautiful weather. The rail's in the three-metre mark. I've treated it as fair for now, but I am very wary of the rail being the place to be. Uh, any thoughts on how the track might play? Look, I think, yeah, I'm a bit wary as well. The, the track has probably been a little bit uh, favourable to the inside and leaders. Um, which does concern me for a couple of races. Um, yeah, have to see how it plays early, but I'll probably go that way and uh, to start um, the day and hopefully you can run on a little bit later, maybe over a little bit longer distances too. Yeah, we're going to kick off with the new season three-year-olds, 1,300 metres, a benchmark 72. Uh, and <clears throat> I guess we're going to learn early because the little pump is going to be up there pumping away, Beaver. Who do you like here? Yeah, look, I do like Cabalas as a horse. I think it's got uh, plenty of potential and plenty of upside. But as you said, I've, I've gone for Little Pumper on the basis that I'm assuming um, it is going to potentially favour the inside and those up, up on pace um, early in the day. So I've gone the Little Pumper to jump in front, probably get control here, and it might be just too hard to run down. But super scared of Cabalas, I think it's... Uh, it's a good horse, but it's going to it's going to need uh, the pace on him to be able to be able to run on, and may not get that uh, conditions to suit. Yeah, I sort of agree with everything you've said there. Cabalas uh, is probably the best horse in the race, and my concern is map and track here because a uh, little pumper might get its own way, and Cabalas has to run it down. Uh, it's definitely capable of it if all things are being equal, but uh, I'm slightly leaning towards little pumper getting all those favours first leader of the day and being off and gone on the bend. I think there's a lot of chaffy though. I think like, I don't, didn't like Ganbari's trials. Uh, if you're looking for horses away from the key to at a price, I think, uh, how dare you can keep improving off its win. And I think Waverley is a nice horse that can come back both at, a, if you're looking for horses to throw into exotics more than anything, but some of these are in the market. I don't necessarily have an opinion of. The second is a 1500 meter Midway benchmark 72, and I spent a heap of time trying to pick out the best runs in um, all those bunch finishes over the last sort of six weeks, and I decided that it was a waste of time and I'm just going to go somewhere else because, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're all as good as each other, some of those runs. So left me with two others. It's left me with Satness, who has bowled in its last couple and more importantly gets the lead here uh, at about 14 bucks. I think it's going to run well. It's found some nice form down in Kembla of late and finds a right midway to come to, and straight Acer. It does have to run a distance, which is the concern, but comes through uh, a stronger race and is just that different form. The other one uh, that I'll cover at a price, uh, and it's drifting actually, is Super Friendship. Both its, its first two runs are very good. Then it was just spat at the back, and that was a complete non-event. That last one, uh, even lucky, it runs better than that. I think that that different form lines are going to be in play here, what have you made of this? Yeah, look, uh, both both your uh, call-outs there are 
Yeah, live chances. Um, I thought Satinus, you're right, might uh, jump on pace and give him something to chase here around $15. But I've gone Dream of Deal. Um, Dream Deal, I think, hopefully can just get on the back of Satinus and get that from that inside gate and maybe just sit behind him, which I think will be okay. Uh, get the run at the right time and might just be able to finish over the top of him here. Is third up, uh, first up, wasn't far behind Sawami. Um, and then it was a good run. Um, got home as favourites uh, last start at Wyong. Gets some weight relief here. So 56 and a half is okay. And drawn to get a few favours. So I've got it as my on topper. Awesome. The third is an 1800 metre benchmark 78. Who do you like here? I just can't take one guy's bait at the price. Dollar uh, eighty uh, for me is way too skinny. So I went for the next two in the market. I thought I'd play around both of those. Boot Scooter um, is going great guns at the moment. Uh, it was a lovely run last start, and prior to that one, nicely it's it's going. So I think it's a live chance. I have hit as the hardest to beat, but I had it my own topper, um, and it's the main danger to travelling Kate. Um, just thought it's been um, improving each run this time in. Love the way it got the split and burst through last start. Um, with some natural improvement here, I think it can run well, and gate two is good enough here. I, I, I'm against Boot Scooter because I decided that, well, we said it before the race, but that Masquerade um, mare's race was was garbage that that came through, so I've penned that. I was, unfortunately, left with Wine Glass Bay because there's not much else here. Blinkers go on, J-Mac sticks. Uh, I don't like the price at all. So on top, probably not betting. Uh, you've mentioned Travelling Kate, Main Danger, and Silent Agenda doesn't really go at Rose Hill. Otherwise, it sat outside lead last start and was quite good, not far away from Tarzarol, who would lap these. Uh, and around a $10 mark, I thought, is a live chance. But the Rose Hill record, the obvious concern there. 1,300-metre uh, highway is part of the early quarter again. It's a class three. Uh, you're the, you're our highway guy. If <laughs> you've got here. Oh man, this was, this was tricky. I'm not, not so sure on the highway guy here, mate. This is, this is a super hard race. Um, I kind of narrowed it down to a, a few runners. Um, my, I went for on top uh, tags. Thought it could run well. Uh, been a nice couple of runs third up here. Um, not so sure with regards to where it will get to. Um, and that may be, may be a bit of an issue. It was only three lengths behind Mogo Magic first up and then uh, was only a length and a half behind the favourite in I Am Willing This. Um, drops a slight bit of weight on that. So I think it can run well. I Am Will will be up near the pace. Strong gate three means that it should get a nice running transit. So I've got it as the main danger. Um, that's the kind of way I'm looking at it. My only thought in the race is that Overlord, I think is better than a highway horse. Uh, it's been not far away in, in Metro races all the way through and it's 20 to one. Uh, I might have something on that. We've seen in the last month, uh, a couple of those horses that have proper Metro form, both from Melbourne and Queensland have, have been winning. So may have a, a stab at twenties there on, on the top weight. The fifth is a benchmark 88, 1,200 metres, and well, uh, I'm going to tip J-Mac. Whichever one turns up, he's going to win. There's two hopes. Uh, one of them is going to come out. So extremely lucky and Alentia. 
Uh, extremely lucky is a nice horse. It uh, did some very good stuff fresh last time. Goes to Chris Waller now. Has trialed fantastically. A trial better than Fangirl uh, in that most recent trial. And if it's here, it'll win. If it's not, I assume Alenti's here and it'll win because the rest of these are midweek horses. Beaver? Yep. Couldn't agree with you more there. Extremely lucky on top for me. I think it looks uh, super hard to beat. One of the better bets on the card and one clear on topper. The six is a 1,400-metre benchmark, 78. Who's your clear on topper here? Yeah, look, um, I'm sticking with the, the progressive one here, and that's called I. Um, it was pretty good when last in work and ran in some really good races, uh, some group one races, um, and didn't go too bad. Um, had a good layoff here, uh, but resumes in the right race here. This is not a difficult race. Uh, these are mainly midweekers here, some going okay, but. Uh, I think they've got bigger plans in mind for Call Die than this and uh, probably want to take care of these to, to step up to that. Yep, it's on top. Uh, it's tried really well just behind Alligator Blood last, uh, well, in preparation for this. Uh, it's better than these, should be winning, and as you said, onto some Mare's Black Type, I'd suggest if I had to find a danger, I think it's Fear Nought who's going really well and it's been saved from Melbourne last week. So um, one of the better bets on the card, Call Die. 1,400 metre benchmark, 78 up next. And my big question is, what do we do with this Queenslander beaver? Yeah, look, I'm going to take it on. Um, yeah, even money for me was, I just wasn't so sure um, coming to Sydney. Even money running in some, you know, three-year-old handicaps, Eagle Farm and the likes against, I'm just not sure what that, that form I reckon you get, like. this will be nearly three bucks tomorrow. If this is still even money tomorrow, it, it's got more ability than we think. Yeah, 59 kilos uh, coming to Sydney. Um, I So I, I went away from it, so I just thought it was a little bit skinny. I've gone for what he goes. Um, I just thought that was, that was impressive last start. Um, I thought King of Naples... Um, was going to be a real threat to it, but it just controlled the race. It was too good and just, I think it's like starting in hand. And um, yeah, backs up for this um, a week later. So on the fast backup, uh, super hard to beat. Um, and Shorten Lane, I think it's, you know, uh, can improve off last start. Um, wasn't far away. Second up syndrome, um, gets three kilo claim here. And um, Gets the right distance, right draw, you can run well as well. So kind of betting those two, but going for the one a little bit more value. I'm with you. I've gone. I've heard the same thoughts. Um, echo everything you've said. I've got Charlton Lane on top. Uh, bit of second up syndrome, just out of its ground there. Uh, I like the trial on the Monday in preparation for the Saturday. I think it's going to run well here. Uh, from Ortegas, who's flying? Uh, everything you've said. Uh, I agree with everything you've said, and I'll stop talking. The 1100 yeah, metre... Feature is the Rosebud lead up to the Golden Rose, where we've got not a bad three-year-old field here. Um, and I'm going to suggest that this is, well, this is a good race, but uh, the two, the ones I want to play around, the key chances, I'm taking on Tiz Invincible a bit here. Uh, I think the instructor's going to bounce straight to the front. And the hip out, it's tried really well. Uh, it's the one they all have to get past. 
I think Cigar Flick, that race a couple of weeks back, is better than what we think it is. And I think this is a nice horse. It's going to run well. And I think Rusilon's over the odds. Um, just forget what happened down at Mooney Valley. Couldn't possibly win because it wasn't anywhere near the fence. Uh, comes back, gets the inside gate. Might even lob on leaders back here. And around $9 will be my best result in the race. Uh, I'm thinking if I'm going to... Uh, that all being said, I think Rusilon and the instructor are going to be my main bets in the race. Uh, I know I've mentioned three, but um, what have you thought of this? Yeah, look, I've settled on the instructor as well. Uh, resuming here again, probably looks to set up um, to suit here, gate five. Um, looks like it'll probably go forward to try and control the race up the front. And for that reason, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, Resilient, I, I kind of liked last start and was slightly disappointed, but that was on a leader, bit of a leader vice track yeah, as well. And um, if they if they can run on here, um, 100% think you're right. It's, I think around the $10 mark is, is pretty good value, but I've settled on the instructor. Um, and, I, and I thought, you know, all of the other chances in the race can run well. It is as simple. Cigar Flick was very good first up, and I think it can, can run as well. The ninth is a 1,400-metre handicap. Uh, is there a trick shot here, Beaver? What are you looking for? What trick shot are you looking for? I couldn't find one. I was just asking. It just, you know, some of these handicaps yeah. up something weird. I don't have one. I think Kalina will win. I think it returned really well. Yes. I like it second. Uh, it. Uh, I know it's been beaten a couple times second up, but it's run well enough. Uh, that was a great return. That was really soft through the line there. Uh, it's going to find running line again for Preble, and he's going to win. Pericles is a nice horse. I think it's probably going to be more looking for 1,800, 2,000 down the line. Uh, and as the market suggests, uh, Perfect Thought has trialled quite well. Um, yeah. They're, they're, I could not find a trick shot is where I'm headed. Mark, uh, not quite market order, but close enough. What do you go with? Yeah, look, I've gone for Kalino as well. Um, I thought... First up, I really liked it, and it didn't let me down. They backed it off the map, and it ran accordingly. That was a really good uh, good run. This sets up nicely again. Gate 13 worries me a little bit. Um, mm. it's, you know, there's already been one scratching. Just trying to think where it will, how, how the run... I hope it just now. finds running line. I hope how it doesn't... It cuts across. Yeah. I hope it's not snagged. I'm just wondering how it gets... The, yeah, that's my, that's my concern of how they, how they get it across. Um, and where it's sitting, um, I don't really want to be giving uh, Pericles too much of a start. Um, but yeah, we've got the three and a half kilo pull there, and I think for, at the price um, sets up well. Keen to see if Banana Queen can bounce back. That was that was a pretty ordinary first start run there, um, but drops seven kilos on that. So uh, certainly keep an eye out for it. But I've got Colino on top here, um, and those. The two in the market are the main angels, no doubt about it. The last is 1,100-metre benchmark, 78. Gaza Blanca comes here at even money. And when you look back now, perhaps that form around it, I mean, it's been beaten by Felix Majestic and Yoshino, who were midweek horses last, well, it's two runs in Sydney. Does it concern you or are you happy with it? No, I will be playing uh, going... Uh, hard on Garza Bank. I think it's probably possibly the best bet of the day. Um, really liked its trial. 
uh, thought that was pretty good. Uh, had plenty in hand there, and uh, I don't see there too much here. He's got the right combination. McDonald, gate two. Uh, this is, you know, there's horses here that uh, have, haven't done a lot. The main ones in the market for some time, and uh, the other ones, uh, 20s plus, that had, you know, but most of those are resuming. Uh, and uh, country provincial race horses, and this is a genuine city horse. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I, I tried to find something to get a beat. I couldn't, still not enthused about even money. Uh, for the sake of the argument, I think Troach was given none first up, runs better here, pushes forward for Tim Clark, uh, Nickley Beagle, and the next couple I'll mention will go in the quaddy, which I'm about to do, but um, a bit icky, but yeah, I, I sort of ended up with Gaza Blanca on top. Uh, the said quaddy for progroupracing.com.au, which you can check out for everything going on as we get into the spring carnival. Uh, we're going to go first leg. Number three, Wategos. Number four, Soami. Number five, Freedom Rally. Number nine, Chalton Lane. Second leg is one, the Instructor. Two, Tis Invincible. Three, Fire Lane. Five, Cigar Flick. Seven, Rusion. Third leg, two, Pericles. Four, Colino. And nine, Perfect Thought. And we'll come home with... One Coeur Royale, two Troach, eight Gaza Blancat, 11 Nicolay Beagle, and 12 Molly Nails for the knockouts. If you want to, if it so f tickles your fancy to leave uh, the favourite there one out in the last, I wouldn't talk you out of it, I guess. Your best in value for progetracing.com.au. You're probably about to tip Gaza Blanca as your best, are you? I am. Okay. I'm going to go race 10 at number eight Gaza Blanca as my best. And my value bet is race seven, number three. What he goes around six dollars. I think that's really good value. Awesome. My best is whatever Waller Runner turns up in race five. So at this stage, it's either extremely lucky or Lentia. Whichever one there turns up a win. Uh, it's a bit of a Chris Waller day. He, he could train. Uh, spring's coming. He's going to probably have a handful of winners. My value race eight, number seven at Roussillon. As we head down to Mooney Valley, where apparently there's a bit of rain around. Uh, currently a good track. The rail's in the true, which suggests that the highway is now five metres off. I suggest they're probably going to be looking for that and running on. And Beaver, it was an absolute slog to get through this 10-race meeting. Once they start throwing this these benchmark 70s in to fill the gaps, it's it's hard work, dead set. Anyhow, did you, did you enjoy getting through any of this? Not overly. So you think they're going to be running on and not uh, leader-dominated like us? Uh, I believe they've said basically the fresh, the, the com more compact stuff is in. It was out five meters last time, so that's where the the compact of the turf has happened, and uh, the track manager believes that's where they'll get to as the day goes on. Obviously, you want to see it first, um, but I've lent a little bit that way with the rail going back to true. Yeah, you going the other way, are you? Okay. <laughs> well, no, pretty not quickly. Yeah, not convinced. This is the thing, and, and as we get towards doing the, the Mooney Valley Friday nights, you've almost got to do two sets of tips when you do these. Yeah. I prefer to go with the sort of on pace up front and take my chances because uh, I think tend to think it leans towards that yeah. more so than down the middle of the track. Cool. Um, well, you can lead us away here with the three-year-olds again over the 1,000 metres in a benchmark 78. Yeah, I'm kicking off uh, in the first with number eight, Pride of Sullivan. 
uh, only had the one start, one win, uh, odds on, uh, won really well, and I think it's capable of a, another nice run. They uh, won and put it out and bring it back a couple of months later here. And it probably jumps and runs, uh, if not leads. And I'm going to go that way and check it out in the first. Yeah, I think it's a nice horse. Uh, Mickey D back, as I said last week, makes me happy. Early early thoughts is I think he'll be the jockey of the carnival this year. And this is a nice enough horse. Great tick over trial since it's going to run well. From epic proportions with the cigar flick form, sat outside lead on that red hot fence day and was quite good. Uh, only just getting, only just missing there. So I think it runs well again here. The second is the first of these benchmark 70s where we've lost a few already. 1,000 metres again. And I am sticking with Twin Perfection, who's put a couple of nice wins together. And I think the Mooney Valley track will suit it. Uh, Little Whippet should find a fence, either probably lead us back actually, but with Field of Flutes coming out, may even lead this. Uh, I'm hoping it's not complete mud inside, and maybe you're right. Uh, before it all goes to plan, I think it'll win. What are you thinking? I'm going never standing still. Uh, I think the inside draw there means it probably hunts up and leads these uh, over the thousand. Hard to get past uh, these horses over the thousand. Uh, if it can control the tempo, gets the two kilo claim, so has a little bit of a weight pull there and uh, one first up. So I think it can be hardest to beat. The third is a benchmark 78 over the mile. And I am giving Pitchanun another chance here. I've gone against that Mooney Valley lead-up where Lavore just uh, couldn't get – they couldn't get past her on the conveyor belt. Uh, but uh, Shannon Burge was on its back on the rails and looked awful. Didn't make a lot of ground there. So I'm saying Pitchanun coming from a different form line is going to run better than its last start. The best run in that race was Lady Court, and it's the main danger for me. Over to you. Yeah, good job. Good little race here. Um, I've gone for Lady Court. Uh, I think it might just get the wood on the seven this time in. Uh, I know that's sort of the, the the barriers line up in favour of Lavor, but uh, I think Lady Court's run was really good. I like the kilo and a half claim. Uh, I think it might just be able to sit outside and maybe just too strong in the end this time in. Uh, a mile benchmark 70 is up next. Uh, and actually don't think, I think there's actually a couple of decent horses in here. Uh, who have you yep. put on top though? I'm sticking with uh, the Waterhouse Bot um, OK Cupid. Um, would have been more confident if you just come out and won yesterday, but, or, or was it yesterday, the day before? Um, yesterday, I think, but it was a little bit disappointing. Um, so I've, Question mark that form slightly, but again, uh, it will jump and run. Gate four means it can control this and maybe the hardest to get past. Main danger, number six, Master of Chant, um, international. Um, it was very good first up at sale. Um, led there, so it uh, probably goes and tries to sit outside. Okay, Cupid, I'm assuming, and it might just depend on who's the stronger horse and... Uh, where the best lane is, but uh, I think those two will fight it out. I, I pretty much agree. Uh, I flipped them. I, I liked Master of Chance debut, and I actually think it gassed out a little at the end. If you watch the replay, it sort of wandered off the track. I think that was just fitness catching up with it. 
Uh, I think it's going to be better for the run. I think a mile is going to suit it, and I think it's going to run well. Uh, from OK Cupid, as you said, the form around it looks good. Uh, Royals is about bolted in as well. Who would beat? Uh, so two key chances. Matt, uh, by now, we know the track pattern. Uh, one at a bit of a price for everyone is I liked. I've liked the work of Senior Uno coming out from coming over from NZ for Mick Kent, and I think it's got a bit of ability. It's might need the run, but it's thirties, and we'll go into some early quarters for myself. The fifth is a twelve hundred meter benchmark eighty four, and I like this top weight here. Recommendation: talented horse, lightly raced, uh, won well in Sydney, came back and won some black type. Uh, last, uh, when was that? Back in early autumn. Finds a right race. There's not a lot else here. Uh, if it's, if everything's being equal, it'll win this and win this well, I think. Uh, show some decorum. If I had to name a danger, was not bad first up. Funny we come up with the same stuff. Uh, interesting there. I think you're right. Recommendation, if you go back. Um, around third behind a fairly stuck favourite. I think behind a decent horse called Think About It. Um, goes all right. So that was goes all right. Uh, that was back first up last campaign, then come out and won both its races. Um, after that, uh, one in Group Three company, um, one four from six uh, with a with a second uh, or a third. Um, so I think it's going to be hard to beat Gate Ten. Probably have to you know just speed him up and get him across there. And I think you're right. Show some decorum was pretty good. Uh, first up and had some good form last preparation, including a second behind Kalina um, when it was in Sydney. So uh, much travelled horse, but can run well here. Up next, we've got a 2040 benchmark 70. Uh, here's a race for you, Beaver. Can you find us a winner? Oh, oh, a bit of, bit of action here, isn't it? Mm. Quite, tri quite tricky here. I've gone for, because it was such a hard race, Waskily, um, around the $5 mark. Uh, came here with some decent form, um, winning that sale, spelled, went to Penella, uh, got back and ran on and won well there, and then first up at Sandown, got right back and, and came home pretty well there, over 1,600, gets out to the 2,000 here, you might be right, they might be able to uh, swoop and scoop home, um, and if they can, I think it's a huge chance in this. Still out for me. I have nothing more to add. I agree with everything. So we'll go to the next race, which is a 2040-metre benchmark 100, uh, where I am going to go with the new import here. I liked its work. Uh, group 1 placed Sissoko. Uh, jump outs are awesome. This could be a talented horse. Finds a great race to kick off on. Uh, and around a six bucks, I'll be with it. From floating artist who... Is also a, a very talented international and getting some fitness under the belt can run better here. Just decided to pen that other lead-up race altogether. Obviously, Milford was the unlucky one there. Yeah, it was. But uh, seems to be running a lot of seconds and thirds, which, uh, yeah, probably a bit under the under the, under the rating there. Um, I'd say Soko as well. I uh, thought it could run well first up. Um, he's a group one place getter, as you said, uh, some great runs overseas and behind some fairly decent horses and uh, I think it can run well first up here. Um, good trainer, good jockey, right draw. Beautiful. 2,500 metres is up next, a benchmark 78. Who have you found? 
Yeah, isn't this a tricky one? My, my original tip has come out here in Matthews, so um, that's left me a little bit guessing as to which way it goes. I've gone for um, Woods. I uh, thought it was a good run uh, last start. I thought 650 presents nicely here. These tend to take a little bit of a turn in winning these these races, but uh, thought it might run well. Um, it was a good run, uh, given the other thing was sort of off and gone, but it's still boxed on steadily and probably runs out a nice 2,500. So I um, had it on top. I made the... Uh, basically, I've decided that uh, if Union Gap runs 2,500, which I'm not convinced on, it'll win. Uh, the problem is I'm not convinced on it. So I'm left with... I, I did like Matthew as well. Uh, I'm left with Botany as the other key chance who is flying, uh, coming off a couple of distant lead-ups and will go well. And uh, next best now, I'm elevating your mate, Paulie Pruska. Uh, the form out of that uh, last race looks all right. Pacino and co there. Um, the horse in question is named Christmas, if I didn't mention that. Uh, the 1,000-metre benchmark 100 comes up next and uh, the hot Sydney horse... Omni Man lobs here at Mooney Valley. Is that the way you're going? Uh, yeah, 100%. I think Omni Man can win this. Um, gate one, uh, flying at the moment. Uh, I think everything points in its favour. And I don't think there's a lot of depth to this race. Inundation, we know, has shown some ability sometimes, but uh, has capitulated at other. Um, gets in at lightweight, but I, I think Omni Man can kick up. And if it holds the lead, it probably will give inundation no chance. Um, if the other one does take it on and goes to lead, it can sit, sit behind and probably just with fitness on its side out, plug it. I, my only concern is the rail's not completely off. Otherwise, Omni-Man clearly on top. Uh, for everything you said, inundation is potentially the best horse here by a long way, but its legs keep falling off. So I can't... Um, fresh is maybe best for it. So it has done some very, very good stuff fresh, but I, I don't necessarily trust it. You know what you're getting from Omni-Man. I think it... Uh, as long as all things have been equal, it's one of the better bets on the card. We're going to wrap up with a 1,200-metre benchmark 70. Here was another one we, uh, I thought, what am I going to do here? And then I was scanned down a page and I saw Pareel, and uh, it was nearly the run of the year, year last time, the way the track played at Mooney Valley. Uh, once I saw its name, I stopped doing any form. I decided to win this race. Uh, so that's all I've got to say on the race. I think $3.30 is a good price. Same, same. Thought the same, just went mm, interesting. Three dollars, three dollars forty. Um, in this field gate five, I don't think uh, if there's not the bias, um, there was last start, um, it'd be too good for these. Yeah, um, can you give us your quaddy for Mooney Valley? I can, um, because you are so nicely, please. Uh, race first leg, race seven. I'm going. Number two, Milford. Actually, number one, Floating Artist. Number two, Milford. Number six, Sissoko. So just the three. Cool. Uh, skinny it up there. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of lot of options here in the uh, Mooney Valley back end. I think we can find some winners there. Um, in the second leg, I'm going number four, Woods. Number six, Never Again. Number eight, Union Gap. Number 11, Botany. In race nine, third leg, I'm going number one, Akra Mentula. 
We didn't mention Number it, but it's an interesting Omni- runner if they're sweeping. Yeah, it is. Number four, Omni Man. And number five, Sweet Ride. And then to come home in race 10, I'm going number nine, cute as number 11, Pareel. And number 12, Mistake. Beautiful. So pretty skinny there, but um, yeah, take a take a bigger percentage. Perfect. For progroupracing.com.au, your best in value. My best comes up in race 10, number 11, Pareel. Going to have it on top. I like the like its chances and like the price and my value bet comes up in race eight number four woods and the seven dollar mark i'm gonna make my best race 10 number 11 peril uh my value at the 20s i think race four number two senior uno can run give you a site at a big price uh around the rest of australia very quickly couldn't find much at more of your uh but at Belmont, race seven, number four, Duchess of Gossip will win again. At Kembla Grange, race two, number one, Asfar was uh, an ugly watch last time. I think it redeems itself tomorrow. And I'm going to hand over to the King in the North to tell us the two winners in the first two races at Eagle Farm. Yep. So first race in Eagle Farm uh, is one of my tips. Race one, number seven, La Melody. Uh, I think it's going oh, to be second favourite. I am taking on Vodka. Ooh, okay. I think the melody can knock it over. So $3.30, I think uh, it's quite nice. Um, you won't catch me out. You're not going to catch me on Canazala, mate, at $1.70 in a second, <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm bypassing. I'm letting that one go. I bypassed uh, after backing yeah. it the last two starts. Yeah, yeah, 100%, mate. I'm not falling into that trip. I think the next best is race five, number seven, Shopping Esprit. From the Wallace stable, I think it can run well up in Brizzy as well. Um, race seven at number three, Rubiquitous, I think it can run well. Mm-hmm. And then race eight, number one, Miss Kuta, resuming. I think uh, it's worth a crack. I like it. I uh, wasn't expecting some of them, so nice shopping, Beaver. Give them strength, eh? There you go, mate. Give them strength and uh, out of the box just for you, Daggy. Love it. Uh, Check out progoracing.com.au as we head towards the Spring Carnival. Melbourne Cup is uh, just a few months away, uh, in case you weren't aware. And uh, sign up to our mailing list there to get this show in your inbox every Friday night. We'll be back Wednesday with a Wednesday midweek preview. Good punning this weekend, guys. Enjoy the beautiful Sydney weather, and we'll talk soon.